You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks this week, I'm Jennifer Perry. If you have a question for us that you'd like us to address on the podcast, reach out to us. Connect with us on Facebook. Just do a search there for the Retirement Solution with John Hicks or just go online to retirementsolutionradio.com. Do you by chance remember where you were, say, a year ago this week when you finally realized that, oh, we are going into a totally new world here with lockdowns, wearing masks, sanitizers? Did you have a moment where you realized that those things were changing for us? I literally remember the exact second. Really? So it was earlier in the day. And I was on my treadmill or elliptical machine, okay? Because uh-huh. we, you and I were preparing, at least I was preparing to climb a mountain. We were talking about it on the show. <laughs> yes. And I was in my peak form. That's where I was going through all of the motions. Uh-huh. So on the elliptical, I have CNBC up and I got Fox News on the other television. And I got CNN on the other just to find out what the other crazies are talking about. <laughs> and in doing so, I remember the president coming on saying, it's a big deal. So we're going to... Probably go into lockdown, something like that. It'll be done in a minute or three. <laughs> but we're going to do this, and it's going to be good for the nation. And here's a whole bunch of people we're going to have out here and prance around. <laughs> and I thought to myself, what on earth is happening? And at that moment in time, because I remember, because I was thinking, i, I got to climb a mountain. What's going to happen here? Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, Jennifer, my mountain shifted. <laughs> I went from climbing a physical mountain to then at that point in my business, in my clients' lives, in my personal life, climbing an emotional mountain. Oh, for sure, right? yeah. And so I remember that exact moment because I was downstairs as I had been for weeks, contemplating how am I gonna attack this mountain? How can I use what I'm learning to help our clientele? What can we build? How can we add more, right? The endorphins were pumping. I felt unstoppable. It was a great feeling. But that day changed a lot. Yes. It really did. I think, and I think it did for a lot of us. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I happen to be in the cruelest twist of face, perhaps, in the most chill place that I can think of in the continental United States, and that was Key West, Florida. And uh-huh. I was uh, celebrating a friend's 50th birthday, and we were preparing to watch the SEC tournament. Sure. And we were going to go to a bar there, have a fruity drink, and watch things. And I got word that our game had been canceled. Right. And that was the moment for me where I was like, oh, for them to cancel a basketball tournament as big as the SEC tournament. basketball right? tournament, right. Yeah, I thought, oh, no, like I'm going back to a reality that I, I don't understand. And sure enough, I got off the airplane. Well, first of all, I got on the airplane in Key West and there was a guy literally in a hazmat suit next to me. And I thought, oh, what kind of world are we living in? And mm-hmm. look, here we are a year later. And a lot of this stuff hasn't changed. Sure. I do think we have some hope now. I mean, our friends down in Shepherdsville are making the new Johnson & Johnson vaccine. How cool is that? I mean, we've come a long way in one year, too. So I have to look at the bright side, too. Yeah, I understood there's only two facilities that are doing the Johnson & Johnson vaccine currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shepherdsville, Bullitt County, obviously, and Memphis. And that is it. The interesting thing is, is it's surprising how close that is. Yeah. So I think there is a lot of hope out there, at least for the moment. And I'm all aboard one shot on this deal. So (laughs) I'm leaning toward the Johnson and Johnson when uh, the other more vulnerable groups get it first. I'm hoping that we can get back to some sense of normalcy and appreciate the people who are trying to help us get there. But here we are a year later and things are really uncertain with our economy, too. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell acknowledged that in his recent Capitol Hill testimony. 
And I think the main thing that we can do is continue to support uh, the economy, give it the support that it needs. We're still 10 million uh, jobs below the level of payroll jobs before the crisis. There's still a long way to go. Long way to go in terms of jobs and for really restoring a lot of people's sense of financial well-being. I mean, you've seen sure. a lot of people come through the office or at least in virtual form over this past year, John. But I mean, really, how have you seen people kind of bounce back after everything that's happened to us in this last year? You know, I, th- I think it's been helpful that the market has bounced back. True. So yeah. I think many of us, even if we had maybe if our jobs got displaced or something else happened, the markets have bounced back. And a lot of that is speculation and hope. Now, here's the thing. Uh, over this past week, I had the opportunity to actually sit down with probably one of the most unbelievable human beings I've ever done in my life. His name is Chad Wright. Uh, and you can look, you can Google this guy. Okay. Chad Wright was a Navy SEAL. Um, actually one of the most elite groups of Navy SEALs in America. Wow. And if you sat down with this guy and you looked at him, you would never think in the world he was a Navy SEAL. <laughs> He's about 5'10", 5'11". Okay. He's got a long beard that goes right below his chest and right before his gut. Um, he probably is about 158 pounds Okay. Uh, as you look at him. But the crazy thing about Chad and what I had the opportunity to look at is where he came from, what led him to where he is. And he talks about missions a lot. But when you look at someone like this, and here's where I'm going to relate this, this is very important, because now that the markets have come up, the question is, what do we have to lose from here? Hmm. Because a lot of the people that I've talked to, they said, well, John, you know, the market went down crazy, maybe uncomfortable, but now it's kind of back. The question is this, what is the ultimate mission? And now I'm going to be talking to you guys out there that are three to five years from retirement. Specifically, for one major reason, one of the things that Chad shared that really helped me out a lot. And by the way, now that he's no longer a Navy SEAL, he is an ultra runner. Oh, one of those ultra marathons, like 50 miles, 100 miles, something This guy runs 100 miles in one single run. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So the the whole thing is, like, as I'm talking to this guy, who, who is a really wonderful Southern conservative downroots guy, he's raised on the backside of Georgia. He has such an unbelievable viewpoint of people, and he's such a huge heart, really does. Mm -hmm. But the crazy thing is when you learn about where he got it, or he always had that, but when you learn about what he talks about, I realize this is so important for people to hear. Because what he said was, listen, John, and he he was a breacher. Uh, Jennifer, do you know what a a breacher breacher is? No, what's that? So a breacher for the Navy SEALs was the guy that finds out how to breach the complex. How do you get in? How do you allow our system? to get in there to fight the enemy. Mm. Wow. So he was that guy. So he had to deal with high-level explosives and quantitative mathematics and all kinds of physics is what his job was. He had one job, and here's what he explained to me. John, on a Navy SEAL team, they don't call it Navy SEAL team. What they say is when you're on the team. Because every one of those guys were the ultimate elite fighting class on the planet, but they all had one job. And if they did that one job, the team would succeed. Hmm. But if they did not do that one job, all of them could have been completely compromised or dead. Right. Yeah. And his whole point was I had one job to get my guys in there. That was it. 
Hmm. Now, they had a whole bunch of other duties, right? But his job was to get them in. If he couldn't get them in, then all of a sudden the enemy would know, right? Because you just blew up a part of their fortress or you you sunk one of their boats. They're going to figure that out real quick, right? (laughs) So how do you get your guys out? And here's what he said. When you think about it, when you're talking about your guys and, and when he's talking to me, my team, not only my staff, but my clients, the question is, what was their one mission? What was their mission? If the mission is to be able to retire... When you're at that point, when you have done your job, when that mission, you can retire today, you never want to get cocky. You never want to take it for granted. At that exact point, you've accomplished your mission no more. Now you need to find out how do you make sure you find that that mission is still successful, but then find out what you do next. What is the next mission? And I think that was probably the biggest thing that explained to me. So what we just heard from Federal Chief Jerome Powell is that the economy is highly uncertain in his words, which should kind of make some of us wet our pants. <laughs> Especially if you are three to five years from and I mean that. that mission. And so, yeah. so when you think about that, have you done your job? Have you accomplished your mission? Do you have enough where you can retire today? Because you don't want to get cocky. You don't want to get arrogant because honestly, highly uncertain coming from a Fed chief, that makes me wet my pants a little bit. <laughs> We got to be prepared for that because if we are there, we can do it today. We have to. And he told me these words, three words, execute, execute, execute. Hmm. You know what that means? Once you've done your job, you get out of dodge. Give yourself no opportunity to fail because then you're going to craft a new mission. So ladies and gentlemen, what I'm saying right now, because here's what I've heard from so many of us. John, you know, things have been weird. It's been uncomfortable, but frankly, the market's kind of helped me out. I think we're going to be okay. Well, if your numbers match what you need to retire, it's time now to conquer that mission, lay it to rest, and it's time to develop a new strategy. Because from here, when the Fed chief says things are highly uncertain, this is not the time to lose the job. You already want it. Mm-hmm. So learn from a Navy SEAL like I did this past week, because this is one thing we're going to be talking about very explicitly in our firm. If we've hit the number, if we've won the mission, cockiness is what kills the entire team. We don't want to do that. Thanks for listening. Want more from John? Find us online at retirementsolutionradio.com. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. J. Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 9988 